Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. It has been a deep and meaningful journey for me through this letter. All along, my hope and prayer for you is that God would speak to your heart and mind, that the Spirit would call you to repentance and to new life, that Jesus would be magnified in your soul. I personally have been convicted and encouraged. I have rejoiced and cried. I've asked questions and I've found answers, and I'm so grateful for the grace of God, which allows us to come freely to His Word, to drink deeply of His truth, and to live out His mission. One of the things I'm taking away from multiple readings of this letter is the love, care, and concern Peter had for the church, and thus the love, care, and concern Christ has for his church. Peter walked with Jesus for three years so that he could lead and shepherd Christ's church. What I hear from Peter is not just a concern for the individual lives and individual holiness, but a concern for the holiness of the church, a care for the unity of the church, a concern for the steadfastness of the church. As individuals within the church, we nurture and grow in our faith so that the church is stronger. We have always been and will always be more than just individual islands of faith. Together, we belong to Christ. Together, we stand firm in the face of insults. Together, we shine light to a dark world. Together, we are witnesses to the transforming work of Christ in the individual life. Does that make sense? There's just so much more to the Christian life than me. I'm more convinced than ever that to be truly, truly, fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ, I must be as mindful of the we as I am the me. And that pushes against our cultural conditioning that each of us must look out for number one, that I'm responsible for living my best life. Peter wrote to chosen exiles, all of them, together. Not isolated individually, exiled together. You and I, we're brothers and sisters, exiles and foreigners, but part of a family, a forever family. And I really want to press into that reality more. I want to live a more we-oriented life in my local church and in the global church. I'm just one living stone. After all, there are hundreds and thousands and millions of other stones making up this spiritual house called the church. Perhaps the living is best done when we live it out together rather than by ourselves. Perhaps the strength to stand and endure through persecution is found in standing side by side with other living stones. Perhaps one stone cannot withstand the distractions and temptations and doubts and evils of this world, but a whole house of stones? Well, that spiritual house, this church, It's been standing for 2,000 years. God's plan for his people was the church. He's not going to abandon her. He's not going to leave her. He will return to take her home. He's the bridegroom. The church is his bride. We, not just me. In the midst of their hardships, Peter reminded the church to love one another deeply, to show hospitality to one another, and to clothe themselves with humility toward one another. What if... What if that's what we look like to the world? Love, hospitality, humility. 
What if I set aside my preferences to love, set aside my comfort to show hospitality, set aside my pride to show humility? What if we loved one another so well and cared for one another so well that we treated one another with such respect and deference and did that so well that not one of us felt unseen, unheard, or unknown, that not one of us felt isolated or forgotten or excluded? What if we did that for one another, church? Maybe, just maybe, then the world would run to our Jesus instead of running away from us. Maybe we would suffer greatly for the name of Jesus. Maybe we would rejoice with one another, knowing that we together will live for eternity. Just maybe. Jesus, thank you for this journey that you have taken us through in this letter that Peter wrote so very long ago, but so very relevant, applicable, so very moving and challenging for us today. God, hide these words deeply in our hearts. Teach us and show us and humble us, unify us, change us, transform us to be the church, your church in this broken world. We love you. We praise you. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.